Good afternoon. I want to thank you for how you responded to our order of worship in the bulletin and the video Easter Sunday morning. We had a record number participate. We have heard from many individual families concerning how they worshiped in their homes. It was a different Easter Sunday indeed, but the Lord blessed in a wonderful way. This Sunday, we will follow the same format with videos of the announcements and the message. We will also email an interactive bulletin with the order of worship that we can follow as we worship in our homes. Let's keep praying that Christ Presbyterian Church, that all of us together will be a light to the world around us during this crisis. Our scripture today comes from one of the shortest chapters in the Bible. The chapter contains only three verses. Psalm 131. My heart is not proud, O Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. But I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forevermore. Someone sent me a humorous thought last week concerning the coronavirus. It went like this. If the schools are closed too long, the parents will find a vaccine before the scientists. We are all frustrated at being isolated at home with our parents or with our children. Some of us are frustrated by not being able to work. We're uncertain about the future. How long will this virus keep us in limbo? Are we being driven into an economic disaster, into another recession or depression? Three years ago, in a very difficult time, the Lord used Psalm 131 to quiet my soul. I would read it daily. The psalmist was in a hard place. He was in over his head. He begins by confessing his situation was too much for him. My heart is not proud, O Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. Whatever before was before him was far too great for him to conquer. He uses the word wonderful. We usually use that word in a wonderful, in a good context. This was not one of those. This was not a happy wonderful. The problem was so huge that all he could do was wonder in perplexity. Generally, the people of the United States are known as a can-do people. We pride ourselves in knowing how to get things done. But the poet in Psalm 131 declares, 
this problem is beyond my understanding and my ability. Yet, yet he did not give up in utter despair. He said that his soul was calm. It was not filled with anxiety. His soul was quieted. The child that has not been weaned is always anxious for his mother's breast. The weaned child on solid food does not have that same anxiety. He does not cry out for his mother's breast. He's a contented child. This is how the psalmist describes himself in this awful situation. So how can the soul face a daunting problem? How can that soul be quieted, be calmed? How can we be contented when we see a tidal wave problem coming toward us? The psalmist's contentment, his peace, does not lie in his self-sufficiency. His contentment lies in God's sufficiency. It's not about what he can do. It's about what God can do. In his peace, he pleads to the world around him, O Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forevermore. There's a New Testament parallel. It's found in Philippians 4, 11. Paul says, For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. Can you say that in the present situation? Can I say that? Can we say, For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances? Paul goes on. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all through him who gives me strength. Paul was saying, I am content in any circumstances, whether I'm in prosperity or poverty. He actually wrote these words when he was in jail in Rome under the threat of death. Notice neither the psalmist or Paul knew what the outcome would be in their daunting situation. Let me say that again. Notice neither the psalmist or Paul knew what the outcome would be in their daunting situation. They were simply quite content to leave that to God. You see, their ambition was to trust God in all of life. The year is 1929. The place is Pond Inlet. It is well inside the Arctic Circle in the Northwest Territories. 
It is just off Baffin Bay. Jack Turner is there. Jack Turner is an Anglican missionary building a church among the Inuits. He became a spiritual legend in the area of Baffin Bay. The Lord used him to change the lives of native Inuits, the European traders, the whale hunters, and the fur traders. On one occasion, he was hunting in the Arctic wilderness. He was with a trapper who was also a living legend of the region, but quite a worldly man. The ice on which they were hunting suddenly broke off and they were now on an ice flow. The, the flow was being carried along by the sea currents. It was late in the day. They set up camp. They ate. The missionary kneeled and prayed. Then he prepared his sleeping bag, intending to lie down and sleep. This trapper was incredulous. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't you know we're on an ice floe? We might just keep right on going out into the ocean. Turner replied, is there anything we can do to determine the direction of this ice flow? No. Then Turner explained, only God controls that. And I have just talked to him about it. It's in his hands. I am going to sleep. He was content. The circumstances were beyond his control. Yet, those circumstances had no power over him. He was in God's omnipotent, nail-scarred hands. And that was all he needed to know. I usually do not tell people the end of that specific story. When they ask me, I usually tell them, that's the point. It does not matter whether it ended with them being rescued or with them dying. Jack Turner was content and safe either way. That's why he slept. The psalmist said it best in Psalm 4:8, I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. But today, with this story, I'll make an exception. I read the story in a wonderful book, The Howling Arctic by Ray Price. The next morning, they woke up to the ice flow thumping against the icy, solid ground. They were rescued. They were saved. Jack Turner's Godly contentment in that crisis had a huge impact on that worldly legendary trapper with him. The question is, as we're caught up in this present crisis, which in many ways is far outside of our control, 
will we exhibit a daily contentment, a daily calm that will affect the world around us? We must pray to that end. May the Lord give us a trust, a faith, a trust in him that will quiet our souls in all circumstances.